women will play the victims when they started it. Like you can't hit a guy and not expect to get hit back. That's that's interesting. I think we should teach the women not to <laughs> hit someone stronger than them. And they'll say like men are responsible for all the whores, you know? Mm. But I really think it's on the whores <laughs> for being whores. <laughs> I recently decided that women shouldn't vote. You yeah. decided women shouldn't vote? Yeah, that's a new opinion. Why is that? Okay. I'll take one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You should have the same opinions. You should be voting for the same person as your husband. Why? It's like, I don't know. You want to be in a house where you're arguing about politics? Yes. Yeah. I want someone who oh. thinks differently to me. You had a guy called Nick Fuentes. Oh yeah, interview. yeah, Nick. <laughs> I did not find Nick to be racist. Uh, my staff actually did not find him to be racist. You'd he have did to say, I am a bit racist, even in that. And in fact, in your apology, you said that he said racist things. Mm. What I'm a bit confused about is you did a whole apology, but okay. it sounds like you're not- Can you like stop asking me about this? Hello and welcome to Trigonometry. I'm Francis Foster. I'm Constantine Kissin. And this is a show for you if you want honest conversations with fascinating people. As you know, what we do on Trigonometry is talk to people with a variety of different views. Our guests are often outspoken or controversial. But no matter who we're talking to, we always approach our interviews in good faith. That means we let our guests speak, don't misrepresent them, and challenge them respectfully if we disagree. A couple of days ago, we interviewed a YouTuber called Just Pearly Things. Now, in between booking her to come on the show several weeks ago and actually doing the interview on Thursday, she hosted a well-known white supremacist, openly racist Holocaust denier called Nick Fuentes on her show. Understandably, that generated a lot of pushback and she deleted the interview and issued a lengthy apology. Given that, we were happy to go ahead with the interview and we obviously had to bring up the situation. It's never our intention to make our guests look bad, but we also have a duty to ask these questions and to challenge people when what they're saying doesn't make sense to us. When we asked about the apology, let's just say things got very awkward very quickly. What you're about to watch is the full unedited interview. We haven't cut or added anything so that as always, you the viewer can make up your own mind. Enjoy. Our brilliant guest today is a fellow YouTuber who started her show a year ago and is now on over a million subscribers. Pearl uh, Davis, AKA Just Pearly Things. Welcome to Trigonometry. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's awesome. Thanks so much for coming. It's great to have you on. As I just bigged you up, <laughs> you're, you've absolutely smashed it. Uh, before we get into all of that, uh, tell everybody who are you, how are you, where you are, what's been the journey through life that leads you to be sitting here talking to us? So, um, my name's Pearl. I'm a YouTuber. Um, I'm from Chicago. I live in London. I do a YouTube show here. That was quick. Yeah. How, how did you decide to start it? How did you have the idea? I just um, could tell everybody what the show is because a lot of people oh. wouldn't have seen it. Oh, all okay. That, all sorry. that stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. You... Um, so we talk about a lot of men's issues. So I feel like most media today is catered towards women, pandering towards women. We don't do that on my channel. <laughs> you don't pander to women. No, no, we're not about that. And you pander um, to men. I, not pander. Look, it. I just say I say things that are true. Okay. I say things that that are, that are like basic to me, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. But like what? Like what? You know, you shouldn't get super fat after you get married just because you got a ring. Nice. I mean, I feel like that's that's basic. Women in the 1950s knew that, but today. <laughs> I'm a bully. I'm the meanest person ever. Blah, blah. So, so yeah, that's what I do. Is we talk about relationships on my show. Um, and so we bring in men and women to talk about different like relationship topics. And then we go back and forth. Yeah. And then I'm also, I also work a lot with um, um, the court system here. I'm doing a documentary on um, men getting custody of their kids. So. Interesting. Yeah. And, but one of the things you did with your show, and I don't know if you were one of the first ones, but it's definitely a format that's really skyrocketed. I can't open my Twitter now without, you know, <laughs> eight people sitting around the table having some discussion. Often they don't know what they're talking about. But it's a format of bringing kind of random people together Partly random. Oh, very random. Very random. Very random, yeah. Uh, and you also have famous people, and we'll talk about that yeah. as well. But 
that did you come up with that was something was that something that you saw other people doing like no um i would say fresh and fit in miami um were probably the first ones to do that so i went on their show um and what i liked about london is it was one of the most like diverse places i've ever lived yeah. so i just thought it'd be cool to bring everyone in a room and talk about something that we all have in common yeah. uh, which is relationships mm. that's very interesting and so but why do you pick the subjects that you do? Why are you drawn to the subjects that you discuss? Because they are controversial, they can get you into hot water, etc. Um, I just I follow what interests me and I just thought those subjects were interesting. It wasn't a lot of people think it's like a lot more drawn out. Every week I'm just like, oh, that's an interesting topic, and we go for it. Um, I would say it's a mix of relationships. Sometimes we add in some conservative stuff, but it's like mostly about relationships. And 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 why why does that interest you, Paul? In particular, do you feel that relationships are in crisis now, or um, we don't value relationships, or we look at relationships? I mean, I in just the wrong think way? men aren't allowed to have standards in society, and that's just like the one thing I notice. Like whenever men say that they want something in a relationship, like women always shame them for it. And I just thought it was so interesting how we never like talk about the men's point of view. So when I first started, I, I started like introducing my friends to like certain types of content. So I would be like, well, have you ever thought about this this way? Or have you ever thought about that that way? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, that's kind of how it started. Right, so um, men are ashamed for having standards. What, what do you mean by that? Let's just unpick that a little mm, bit. Okay, so what, what do we have? We have fat shaming. Mm -hmm. If a guy says, I want a girl in shape. Oh, he's fat shaming. Oh, if a guy says, I don't want the town whore, you know, then he's slut shaming. You know, if he says, I don't want to, like, it's like anytime a guy demands something out of a relationship or he's labeled as controlling. And I just got, oh my gosh, I got so tired in the past year. <laughs> I got so tired. Because I just feel like I would, we would talk about like basic things and the men would say basic things that they wanted and like they would just continue to be shamed for it. And it's just like one of those things, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm. So what, what, what are the basic things? And, and look, a lot of people have said you use let, let's put it fruity language, as they would say in the 1950s in England, like the town whore. Oh, yeah. Should okay. I, no, should, no, you should have sorry, said, sorry, you should have said the, the city whore. The city whore. But, yeah. But so what, what do you mean by that? I think we know what you mean no, by that. No, whore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But, let, but let's talk. What, what, does that, what does that mean? Because is, sleeping. OK, I met one girl. <laughs> <laughs> She told me this was off camera. She didn't tell me this on camera. Girl, because we, we had a pro-life show. Girls had seven abortions. Wow. Seven. She's like 28. It's like madness, madness. Like you can't tell me that's not madness. Right. And so we're just in this world where it's like girls are doing this crazy, crazy stuff. And if anyone has anything to say about it, we're the bad guys. It's just like don't put me in that group. Like... Well, that makes a lot of sense because I think a lot of people, including a lot of women, would be like, you've had seven abortions. I mean, even if you're pro-choice, you'd sort of not be on board with that, most people. You would be surprised. You would be surprised. Well, you think you think a lot of people are on board with that? Maybe not on board, but like legally. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, here it's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And do you think that these particular women don't take responsibility for their actions? Do you uh, think it's well, society? Why, why would, it's like we live in a world where women are bailed out of every single bad decision we make. If we want to sleep around, there's birth control. If birth control doesn't work, there's abortion. If, if um, the girl does get pregnant and wants to keep it, she can put the dude on child support and not let him see the kids. Like the, what, a guy gets six days a month, maybe if he's lucky. Um, on top of that, if that doesn't go well, you know, they can give it up for adoption. It's like women are always bailed out of every bad decision we make. I heard here they gave you free housing if you're a single mother. What, what incentive do we have to make good decisions if we get free shit from the government for making bad decisions? It's a good point. But then surely isn't the system at fault rather than the individual, Pearl? Why? Both. <laughs> I mean, I think the system's at fault for like allowing them to do that. But I mean, I think your life is your own fault. Yeah. So if I, if I you can't tell me a girl had seven abortions, that's not her fault. No, no. <laughs> like, come on. I agree. That's why I'm surprised. Like, yeah. Francis always likes to blame the system because he's yeah. an old school lefty. Everything's yeah. about the system. No, I mean, I would say it's 
okay, there's good people and bad people. But if you have a system that allows bad people to do or bad people to get away with the bad things that they do, then of course um, the system's at fault too. Mm-hmm. However, nah, like your own life is your own fault. So I kind of see both sides when it comes to that. Yeah, and, and do you, is are these your politics that inform your worldview? Do you have a political outlook on life? Um, I would say I'm like more conservative, but like, no, it's just what I see in front of me, like, to be honest. You're not ideal. That's the sense I get from you. You're not ideological. You just go, that's stupid. That doesn't work, etc. Right. That, that's my take on it. That's my sense of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Sorry, I thought you were going to say something else there. Uh, no. Uh, and um, how how have you found the experience of like just bringing in? Because you just literally do you just grab people off the street? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hell. Uh, recruiting is hell. Um, yeah. Basically, a year ago, I started with like my teammates, but I dunked on them a little too hard. So they stopped coming on. <laughs> because this one girl was trying to say that a guy that likes younger women was a pedophile. And I was just like, oh. now I wasn't talking about underage women. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'd like to clear, don't clip me, don't do that. <laughs> um, but, and I was just like, no, like that's just natural. That's what men, men naturally want younger women. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then they stopped coming on. But no, we recruit through Instagram mostly. And so then, you get a ran- a bunch of random people yes. who want to come on the show yes. to discuss these things. Yes. And you clearly, you know, you, as you said, you were dunking on your own teammates too hard, so they've left, right? Some of them came back. They Some, did come they, back. They did come back. <laughs> and how how does that go? Because we do, I mean, certainly from our perspective, live in a society where, as you say, people are uh, very uncomfortable with certain things that we all know are true being said out loud in the public mm-hmm. eye. How how does that go when you get a bunch of random people and you start dropping your truth bombs? Mm, sometimes well, sometimes not well. Mm. I've had a lot of girls come back and say they changed their opinions after coming on my show, actually. Um, it, that they see the world in a completely different way. But I would say the majority hate me. Yes. <laughs> not that come on the show, but like, I don't know. But that's interesting. So you've had people who've changed their opinions. Can you give a couple of examples of that? I had one friend um, that stopped being friends with me last year because I had a post um, about something that pissed her off. And um, she literally said she stopped being my friend, wouldn't talk to me, whatever. She came back three months later and said, you were right. And I was a crazy feminist. And I realized I was wrong. And what was the post? Um, modern women want to be victims. Interesting. So let's, so let's, explore, let's explore that. Why do you think that, Pearl? Because they play the victim in everything. Okay. <laughs> but get, let's give some examples. Like, what, what do you mean by that? Is it? It's in like when I, okay, life? okay. So when I started doing the show, girls would come forward and they would say like, "I was abused," right? Okay. And my first response as a, as like a person is, I believe them, mm-hmm. right? And I and I think you know you have empathy, right? But then you find out that they they didn't press any charges against the guy. So you're coming on a platform and you're saying, I was afraid to press charges, but you're not afraid to talk on my show. And this has happened multiple times. So people know who her ex is that watch the show. So she's publicly defaming this man's character with no proof or evidence. And so I just think a lot of times like, or or they wouldn't, they wouldn't talk about how, I would ask the question, he hit you, okay, did you hit him first? And more often than not, they would hit first. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they didn't talk about that. They would talk. So that's what I meant as I was talking about how, like, women will play the victims when they started it. Like, you can't hit a guy and not expect to get hit back. That's, that's interesting. Why do you say that? Because, look, so from my own background, I was raised, whatever happens, whatever you do, you never lay hands on a woman. You just never do that. Whatever happens, you absolutely never do that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they tell men that because they cater to women. If you hit someone, expect to get hit back. Well, hold on, mate. Like, so- why, is, why is she exempt from any responsibility? Like, okay, if you go up to Dwayne The Rock Johnson and you punch him in the face, is anyone going to feel bad when you get hit back? No. And no. he knocks your brains out? Like, why, why do we have that? Men don't have a cop-out for that. But if a woman hits a man who's stronger than him, 
there, there's always a cop out. Then she's the victim. Oh, never hit a no offense, but never, <laughs> never hit a woman. Blah yeah. blah blah. It's like no, you hit him first. Get out of here. And now we're having cases where men are dying from women, like in Florida, where that OnlyFans model. Did you guys hear about that? No. There was an OnlyFans model who um, killed her boyfriend. And um, they got, first they thought it was like a mutually abusive relationship. Now CCTV footage, I don't know if it's called the same thing there, but elevator footage has come out and um, like it, it's of her like literally beating the shit out of him. And like what, she doesn't deserve to get hit? I mean, the, I, the- Equal the, rights, equal lefts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the counter argument to that is if a woman hits me, uh, it's not gonna do the vast majority of cases, that much damage. Mm -hmm. Now, we had Veronica Hardy in the studio with her husband, Dan, and Veronica's a UFC fighter, and Veronica would destroy me in a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. But the reality is I can hit harder than the vast majority of women and cause more damage. Yeah, so then it's on the women to not hit the men. <laughs> Why would you hit someone stronger than you? <laughs> well, this is what I was like, going to ask you. And this yeah. is what I mean. Like, when we look at society, there's always, like, a bailout. So even right there, like, you did it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, like, little things that we don't notice in society where it's, like, never hit a woman. Why? Why, like, why, why does she it's get It's not a, a bad thing she... to teach your son. However, there are exceptions. So this is what I was going to well, ask you. Yeah. Imagine you're walking down the street yeah. with your girlfriend. Yeah. And a woman runs over and starts beating up your girlfriend. Yeah. Never hit a woman? Yeah. So to me, uh, I would physically restrain her and I would. What if she started beating you up? What if well, she had a knife? You couldn't restrain well, her. Well, what if she had a knife? Or, or a stick or a fucking. Okay, right. Okay. Then, then that, in that but, case, yes. Well, my whole point in this is like, there, see right there, that's a bailout. The yeah. woman made a bad decision and we put it on the men to bail them out. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, again, if you go, if we're making it a strength argument, right? We're talking about strength. Yeah. You hitting Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he can't hit you back then. Yeah. But see, it's a gender thing. It's like women are always seen as the victim, yeah. even if they started it. And that was my point, like with that post, is like these women will will play the victim on my show. And this has happened so many, like so many times where a girl come forward, I was abused, this happened, this happened. Then I start asking questions. And this is the thing, like in society, they act like we can't ask any questions when a woman says abuse, says, I, I, I don't say the R word on my grape, whatever. Yeah. But then you say, did you press charges? No. Well, why are you publicly defaming a man's character? Because they, people know who you dated. So we've had a bunch of feminists on the show and I can hear their voices in my head right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. And here's what they would say. They would say, look, if you look at the statistics, a woman is much more likely to be killed or grape or whatever by her own partner. So the biggest threat to a woman is the person, that, the man that she's living mm -hmm. with, right? Women are way more likely to be... Men are more likely to be victims of a violent crime. Yeah. Who cares who's the perpetrator? Yeah. If men are more likely to be victims of... Because then they'll, they'll always say, oh, well, I can't walk home alone at night. I got attacked by a whale because of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just think, who, who cares who, who, who does it? Do you not think, though, that if we live in a society where we have what biologists call sexual dimorphism, like men are different to women physically, right? Mm -hmm. Men are bigger, stronger, etc. Because women are physically, on average, less able to protect themselves, mm -hmm. we should have some sort of extra care. I'm not saying, you know, never hit a woman, because I can envisage a situation where in self-defense or whatever, that, that may happen. But we have to teach men to be extra careful with the strength that they have, mm -hmm. particularly when they're dealing with women. I think we should teach the women not to <laughs> hit someone stronger than them. Like, I don't understand. Why do we put it on the men? Put it on the women. Don't hit. Like, you should teach the women. Don't hit anyone if you don't expect to get hit back. I agree with that. And I don't yeah. think anyone should be able to press charges on a guy. If, if she hit first, she started it. Yeah, but what about if she hit first and then it escalated and as a result of that, she was severely beaten? That surely should be able to press charges because the level of violence is disproportionate to the situation. If you hit the Dwayne The Rock Johnson first and then he beat the shit out of you. Well, it depends. If you gave him brain damage, I think he probably could press charges. Yeah, absolutely, way. because it'd be grievous bodily harm. Because the whole, the, it's at least in English law, and there'll be somebody who corrects me on this, 
it's self-defense, Pearl. It's it's self-defense. If you attack me, I'm allowed to defend myself. But then it comes a point where I'm no longer defending myself and I become the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I just genuinely believe that you should not hit someone and not expect to get hit back. I, that that's my opinion. On I mean, yeah. there is there is a logic and, to and that, I, and I just don't think you can really play the victim if you hit first. Like you hit first. Yeah. Well, you and it's one thing if it's like people. what? Go ahead. You shouldn't hit people, right? Yeah, but it's just interesting how in society it's like, see, you kind of like, not just you. It's like very common. Yeah. We always like take the responsibility off of the women and like put it on the men somehow. Mm. Yeah. I, I think you, you know what? While I think the way that you're talking is quite blunt about it, there is some truth to what you're saying, and more broadly, there's other areas where I think that probably applies as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just beyond the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. What, like, can you give us some other examples of uh, what you're talking about? Things that you talk oh, to people so, on the show about. Um, like one thing is that men shouldn't sleep with so many women. And they'll say, like, men are responsible for all the whores, you know. Mm. But I really think it's on the whores <laughs> for being whores. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like, yeah. well, they'll be like, well, if the men weren't sleeping around. But it's like, okay, what percent of men can sleep around? Right. Yeah. One out of three men are sexless. So by, by this logic, like, the, it's more on the women than the men. But it's like, then they put it on the small percentage of men that are sleeping around. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, does yeah. make sense. I don't know if you've heard that argument or not. Sometimes. I haven't actually, no. Yeah. I've never heard anyone blame the men for the fact that women are doing a lot of sleeping around. That's really? weird. Really? I hear yeah. it all the time. They really? always, Yeah, they always say like um, women, um, like, but the men are sleeping around when we talk about like women being whores. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but the men, but the men slept with her too. But, but, but. I also, oh, I think it's 100% the woman's fault if you get pregnant, yeah. It's interesting, why? 100%, um, because we have 41 forms of birth control, and um, the... What if birth control fails? Condoms. What if what, you someone, could, I know Abortion. someone who was using condoms and birth control. Abortion. Not, okay. Yeah. But you're saying pregnant. Adoption. I mean, I don't believe in abortion, but it's legal. So then you 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 have a hundred percent control over who's born as a woman. Mm. So adoption. But, it, but some. But if you have support. sex, there's always a risk of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's it is is that really fair to say that? Yes. But <laughs> I guess because, what? because the man only has one choice. I, well, I guess you could do two vasectomies: condom, no condom. Yeah. Right. Where the woman has like twenty choices. Abortion, no abortion. Plan B or no plan B. 41 forms of birth control or no 41 forms of birth control. Um, what else is there? Adoption, no adoption. Um, child support, no child support. Letting him have access to his kids, not letting him have access to his kids. The women have all the choice. So it's like, if we have all the choice, why don't we have all the responsibility? Because there's two people involved in the creation of a child. Right, but there's six choices for the woman and one for the man. And the other thing, like the woman can lie where the man can't. The woman can say she's on birth control, say she took the plan B, say she has an IUD. And the man could be sleeping with someone and not even know that. Where the woman knows if he's wearing a condom or not wearing a condom. So there's only one situation. Like the woman is the only one that's in a situation where she can fully consent to everything. Assuming there's no grape, whatever. Because she knows all the details where the man doesn't. Yeah. I mean, also, there's there's several instances of a man removing a condom during sex, a woman not noticing, and a man ejaculating in a woman. I don't believe that. I feel like that's like a cop-out, to be honest. Think? Okay. Yeah, I feel like the girls just say that. I don't really believe it. You didn't notice? Mm. Okay. So <laughs> what I'm curious about is what happens when you say all this to a bunch of random people that you've brought in off the street? They're like super understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that. No, those like Americans super, don't get irony. I got, I got, I got whale attacked for one of these opinions because this girl I was doing street interviews, and this girl was like, "I can't walk home alone at life. Night, my life is so hard." And I was just like, "She was, she was a whale." You know what I mean? And I only say you mean this. she was overweight. Very fat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so what she did was she was like, um, and I was like, well, why don't you just not live in a big city? Why don't you just live somewhere safer? Why don't you just not walk home alone at night in a big city? Men are more likely to be victims of a violent crime. And then she's like, well, 
and then she attacks me. She she tries wow. to, she's like, I'll have you, you slag. I didn't know what a slag meant. <laughs> okay, I didn't even know what a slag was. But she was like, I'll have you, you slag. I'll have you. And I was like, have me? Like, what? <laughs> and, and so then, then she like knocks the mic out of my hand. My friend had to like pull her away. And then I got it taken off of my YouTube for privacy. Bitch, you attacked me. And she wouldn't leave my... Yeah, sorry. So yeah, they're really understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's so... Uh, I, I'm kind of lost for words a little bit because... Uh, yeah, she was like super nice. <laughs> I love Britain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, see, you see some of those girls uh, up and down high streets on a Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, some, it just depends on the girl. Like some girls... I've had girls say they've changed their entire opinion. Yeah. I've had some girls um, say they never thought of it that way. Have you always had these opinions or has your view of this evolved over time? I've always been more conservative. Um, some things, I recently decided that women shouldn't vote. You yeah. decided women shouldn't vote? Yeah, that's a new opinion. Why is that? Okay. I'll take one for the team, yeah. <laughs> okay, why shouldn't women vote? Because um, we're chemically different every single day. Right. And I just, and like, okay, we make 70. Well, hold on, okay. does that mean you shouldn't be on YouTube then? Because you're chemically different, you, your opinions could be bullshit because. They could be, yeah. Should I be banned off of YouTube? What, is that, what does that have to do with voting? It's like a false equivalency. Okay. So to me, it's like, okay, I feel like if shit goes south, who's going to war? Okay, you know, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna can I, let me yeah. let me let me start and from the beginning. Things. Let me start. Actually, I wanna I wanna start from Mate, how you I don't want to be jumping on this <laughs> fucking train. <laughs> okay. I want to start with how I got this opinion. Okay, okay. I want to cool. start. Let me let me okay, because <laughs> I I heard from a guy named Rolo Tomasi, genius, right? Very very yeah. smart. He's a pickup artist, isn't he? No. No. Is he not? No, 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 no. I don't know anything about <laughs> no, no, that no, world. No. What is he? So, um, no, he, he, a lot of the stuff in the space of YouTube I'm in, like, he, he's just, like, one of the thought leaders, I would say. Okay. Um, but he's not a pickup artist? No, no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> is he the Italian comedian who's in his 70s and talks no. about... No, it's not. No, he's not. No, no. Okay. Um, Sorry, go ahead. We keep interrupting you. Because I feel like when I, when I say this, it sounds crazy. It does a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and when well, I first lot, heard actually. it, I thought it was crazy. Okay. Okay. But what I heard was that women didn't want to vote. So when I was like, what do you I, mean, women didn't want to vote? During, like the first, they wave, threw themselves under fucking carriages to some, vote. Some did. Yeah. Right. But was that women at large? I no. don't know. No, it okay. wasn't. The majority of women back then, we always talk about the suffragettes, but there was also the anti-suffragettes. Yeah. And that was the the majority of women when asked if they wanted to vote said no. In the U.S. I don't know what it was like here. Okay. You know, this is U.S. And I was like, why did women not want to vote now? So I read some of their, their writings from back then, okay? And they basically said this is the beginning of the breakdown of the family. Because back then, when you got married, you became one. And you trusted your husband to make that decision, okay? Now, that was one argument. And I was like, okay, well, but society's a little different today. Argument number two. Back then, they had to be drafted. So any woman that wanted to vote had to go to war because you're voting in the U.S. anyway for your commander in chief. B because if they go to war, who's going to have to deal with the consequence? And that's where we're at is because if shit goes south and we go to war, the men are the ones that are going to have to deal with the consequences. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, f I felt like if we want to vote, we should be equally, because women want equality, equally drafted, just like the men. And now you're thinking, we don't have the draft anymore, right? That's probably your thought. Mm -hmm. However, however, we have selective service in the U.S., meaning that if a man, and if, if there's a crisis, right, and we do go to war, the men have to be, like, like they, they then can be taken. To, I'm butchering it a little bit. Does that make sense? But, yeah. And if they don't do this, they're fined $100,000. Is that equal? Is that fair? Where we have the same rights, but we don't have the same responsibilities if shit goes south? I don't think that's fair. So I thought about it. Would I want to be in selective service if I had to pick? My answer is no. No, I will give up the right to vote to not have to do that. And I think that would be fair. I think feminists, they want equality, but they don't want the responsibility that comes with it. That's my opinion. Okay. 
Now, what's interesting about that is in some countries, like Israel, it's men and women do national service. Yeah, I don't want that. So Keep me you, out of that. Keep me... <laughs> but also, women are far more likely to vote for peaceful and left-leaning parties. Women are more likely to rage war. Fun fact, in the last 500 years, between um, in the last 500 years, queens were more likely to wage war than kings. Also, I dispute the idea that left-wing parties are more peaceful. But Yeah. So you think... and. So you genuinely believe that women shouldn't be allowed well, to vote? Well, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to caveat this. Okay. I don't think it's likely this will ever happen. Yeah. yeah. I'm never really going to campaign for this to happen. Like, how could... Nowadays. However, <laughs> I think the outcomes would be better. Okay. And now, this goes back into the documentary that I'm making. So I'm making a documentary on um, the court system here in the UK. I wish I brought my notebook because... I have it all laid out in my notebook. I should have brought my notebook. I didn't. But um, the issue in the UK is that men, men only get custody of their kids 10% of the time. Would you agree that's crazy? Yes. Would you agree if it's if your kid, you should get 50-50 custody? It depends. Off the, the bat. It depends. Off well, I bat. actually don't agree with okay, that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. And I'll tell you why I don't agree with it. And this will make me very problematic because... Okay. I am suggesting that men and women are different. But as someone who has a, chi a, a young child, mm -hmm. they're way better off with their mother on average. Under the age of eight. Over the age yeah. of eight, the kids have better outcomes with the father. Single, single father homes have significantly better outcomes than single Under their age of eight, though, they need their mother. True. But it's all case specific because if the mother is a psycho, then no. And if the father is abusive, then no, mm -hmm. right? Or has addiction issues or yeah, whatever yeah. else. I personally think that it's 50-50. It's 50% his DNA. He should, off the bat, be entitled to 50-50 custody. Now, they could talk about it based on his work schedule and then switch it, you know. Mm -hmm. But off the bat, 50-50 custody. Would you agree that 10% of the time, men getting access to their children being the primary custody hold? Like, that's that's insane. There's a lot of problems with the, the way that divorce is handled, etc. I mean, I know people who, mm -hmm. uh, someone who was married for a couple of years... The, they were both professional people working. Uh, her, her career and income were not in any way affected. And then they divorced after a couple of years and she got a shit ton of his money mm -hmm. for no fucking reason. Yeah, um, I'll tell you about this guy that I interviewed yesterday. And it's going to tie into the voting thing, but it's just going to take a second. So he has three daughters, okay? Three. And he was married to a, a good girl for 10 years. Um, um, she was like of a, a Muslim background, so they had like the same, does that make sense? Same yeah. background. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, he, um, the, the marriage ended, right? And all of a sudden there was a restraining order put out against him and an allegation of abuse. Why was there allegations of abuse? Because in the UK you get free lawyers if you claim that the man abused you. So now he has to pay for a house that's not his. Okay, so he has to, because the house is in his name, and he's kicked out of the house because of the restraining order. He doesn't have access to his kids, and on top of that, he has to pay child support every month. He loses his job because he's so, I mean, he just lost, he's homeless now. Mm -hmm. Loses his job, he doesn't have access to his kids because he's working in, um, like, electricity or something. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a very high-stress job, and, like, you can't have a guy that's, yeah, that, yeah, who's yeah, not you, focused. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. So he now he loses his job. Now his option is he goes to the lawyers, right? And the lawyers, um, he has two choices. He can either accept the restraining order and accept and plead guilty basically to abuse, or he can pay twenty to 30,000 pounds and fight for his kids. And the odds he gets his kids is 10%. And this time the mom is no longer letting him see the kids. They're a mile away from him, three daughters. He hasn't seen them in a year and a half. So what happens next? Um, he tr tries to fight. Now Now he's broke, and he goes to court. And the problem is these girls go to women's shelters. And at the women's shelters, they have, they, they basically know the system of how to get the most money and the most time with the kids, right? And the other issue with the lawyers is that because they get free counsel from the women's shelter, what incentive do they have to really help the guy? I mean, their number one clients are women. So a lot of these men are given bad advice in court. So now um, it takes him a year and a half to even be able to fight the restraining order, to even get a chance to get access to his children. Like he, he and remember, just one phone call. You can't go home. You don't have your kids. 
So then um, he tries to fight it. Um, he, now he's still in court over the whole thing, right? But this is where a lot of men commit suicide. Um, I certainly would think about it if I was in that situation where they took out. And he's in his 40s and 50s. It's not like he's a young guy. I mean, how old are you guys? 40. 40. 40. So you, you can imagine everything being like your business being taken, your house being taken, your kids being taken tomorrow. Now, the question is, why is this legal for her to do this? There's no repercussion. Like, isn't that a fair question? Yeah. Yep. Um, like, why, why is it legal for her to deny access to the kids with no legal repercussion? Oh, oh, actually, let me get through it. So let's say, let's say he gets his kids. Let's say he gets to court, he fights it, he wins. And he gets, if he doesn't get primary custody, which he only could get 10% of the time, so most likely he loses, spends all this money in all this debt, still paying for his old house. She, he could get his kids six days a month. Finally, the court gives him his kids. She can just do it all over again. She can, she can just file another restraining order. It takes him a year and a half. The other issue, it takes, what, what happens to two years without seeing your kids? It's a different child. Mm -hmm. You don't know what she's been telling the kid. They might not even want to see you after two years. Why, why is this legal? Like, why? why on earth, and that's my question. Like, why on earth is this legal? Like, this is an atrocity. This is, I started asking my Uber drivers. There are so many Uber drivers that I've had that talked about how they're Ubering because their ex-wife screwed them over in divorce. So why, why is this happening? Family court, okay? It's not based on if you're guilty or if you're innocent. It's based on a balance of probabilities. So you can accuse someone of something with no evidence and no repercussions. And again, the women's group comes in with all their lawyers. The man comes in broke. He comes in with nothing. Half the time, he can't even defend himself. And if he does, again, twenty dollars to $30,000, the lawyers do not have his best interest at heart. Now, he, let's say he, he gets lucky, right? He wins. He gets the kids for six days a month. What happens? She can do it over again. And it's legal because the politicians pander to women because the biggest swing voting group is women. And what incentive do the men have, do the, the politicians have to change the laws when they're not going to be reelected? And that's happening right in front of our eyes. And what do you think should, should happen instead? It should be 50-50 custody off the bat. Um, I think they should not have free counsel just like for abuse. Because it, it went up 200, allegations of abuse went up 200% in 2013 when they switched that law in the UK. Um, so I think that it should be 50-50 custody off the bat. And I don't, um, in terms of restraining orders, I don't think it should be that easy to just get a restraining order against a guy. Um, but the problem is in the courts, too, is that it's it's based on you only have to convince one judge. And we're in a society where if a woman cries and is saying, oh, he abused me, he did this, we just automatically believe them. I mean, when's the last time a girl said to you or anyone in a room that they were raped, they were assaulted, they were anything, and anyone really asked questions, and I didn't. When I first started the show, I just openly believed women. But then you start asking questions, and shit doesn't add up. And a lot of times at these women's shelters, they're instructing the women with what to say to get the most money out of the men. And oftentimes that's accusing them of abuse. So, you know, you know, the idea that like there are repercussions for women voting and a lot of times it's at the expense of men because all of the politicians are catering to the women because they are the biggest swing voting group. Wouldn't the, now, I mean, there's a lot of counter arguments to what you're saying, but wouldn't one of them be that uh, we we lived in a society in which because men were the ones that had the vote, and by the way, actually men mostly didn't have the vote for quite a long time as well. It was just rich rich men. But I would be okay with that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but I just feel like why do you get a, like why do you get a say in something you're not paying into? Men pay into it way more than women do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, w women now earn more, particularly young women, than young men. Yeah, but on average across society, yeah. men pay way more yeah. tax, over the, particularly over the course of a lifetime. Partly it's because women take time to have children. And I mean, that, that's also another argument there. Like, you can't just measure your contribution to society by the amount of tax you pay. Bringing up the next generation is a hugely valuable thing that women do. They're not paid for it necessarily, right? Shouldn't but, that why, but shouldn't those women do that with their husbands? So how do you mean? Like, like, why do we want to be in, like, you should have the same opinions. You should be voting for the same person as your husband. Why? 
Why? Why? He's got a, a lefty girlfriend who, who annoys everyone. Well, no, yeah. Annoys... Yeah, she does annoy everyone. Yeah. You know, and she's... I just think it's better for the family unit if everyone's on the same page. Like, I don't know. You want to be in a house where you're arguing about politics? Yes. Yeah. I want someone who oh. thinks differently to me. That's what we do. We argue about politics all the time. <laughs> Not with my wife, by the way, no. but with Frances, yeah. who's my we, work wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we think... I mean, that... I mean, that's fine. I just think, like, I just prefer more traditional relationships. So I just prefer relationships where you're submitting to your husband's authority. Okay, but mm. that that's great. Like, yeah. You know, sign me up. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. there are lots of women who don't want that. Sh shouldn't they be allowed to do that? Yeah, they can. I mean, I can't take away the vote. It's here. But I actually so would you, be okay with, you know what, I've thought about this too. Because, you know, I'm like, are women really not going to be able to vote? I feel like the outcomes, my opinion, I, to be more precise, it's probably that the outcomes would be better if women didn't vote. I'll take one for the team. However, however, I would be okay with the taxpayer thing, but you know, where it's like only, I think it's like only net taxpayers can vote. Well, that, that in this country would mean half the country doesn't vote. Yeah. Which I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I uh, just feel like, okay, because if you're voting, okay, if I'm getting free stuff from the government, why would I ever vote against that? Why would it? So then you're just going to get more free stuff and more free stuff. I like it just. Paul, can know. I ask you something? Yeah. There's a combination of things going on here. Yeah. On the one hand, I actually think some, not all, but some of the things you say objectively are not untrue. And what I mean by that is they're true, uh -huh. right? But also, is there a part of you that's saying them in the way that you're saying them because you're being a bit of a troll? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Am I saying them? Um, the way that you're saying I, them. I do say things for comedic effect at times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't say things I don't believe. I change my opinion sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Does, does that answer your question? No. Yeah. Oh. No. But what he said I mean, yes. He no, said no, 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 no. He no, said I mean, yes as in just to yeah. go along with it. But yeah. what? No, it doesn't answer my question because I guess what I'm asking you is, are you saying things in a more incendiary, inflammatory way? Because you know that gets attention. You mean like calling women whales? Yes. No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Men can be whales too, by yeah. the way. I know. Yeah. It's, it means something different, but is but, but the men will no. Okay, I, I need to say this. All right, the okay, men will accept their outcomes. They don't complain, that's and true. that's what I'm sick of. Well, no, the no, men, that's not true. the male whales, the male. Oh, what Come on, like what well, you're telling me? There's a whole body positive movement. For There's men. a whole no. no you're telling me it's the same. Like, but this is the other thing we have in society. See, he did it. It's like whenever we talk about anything with the women, the automatic reaction is but men. Yeah. But men, like it's like a pattern that I noticed. And yeah, because the men, the men, the men whales, the men whales, they accept their outcomes. They know they're not getting laid. They know they're not doing shit. The women, they whine. They whine. I'm just like, stop whining. You chose to be fat. Yeah. You know, there's also a, a double standard in terms of obesity in that, like, m for men, it's okay to, f like, I, I... Also, women are more obese than men. Thank you. In the U.S. anyway. I don't know here. But in, in uh, we, we've noticed... 70 to 80 percent of women are <laughs> we, We've noticed when we were in the U.S. But, um, you know, I used to take the piss out of Francis for being overweight. And that was fine. Mm -hmm. He's lost weight. Mm -hmm. and he's a bit miserable now because <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't get to eat the food that he likes. But yeah. he's healthy, right? I don't think if Francis was female... The, it would be in any way acceptable for me to sit here and joke about that and for us to yeah, have that she kind could, of banter. Yeah, she couldn't take it. If <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. But do you, so to go back to the to the comment when you said I agreed, what my I was saying was yes, I see your point, but so for instance with Wales, and I'm approaching this from a comedian's point of view. Okay, in that I know the language that I use will elicit a particular response. And the, that word will elicit a particular response. My choice of language will elicit a particular response from an audience member, depending on what button I want to push. Are you as methodical as that? No. <laughs> I, just, I just say Can shit. You tell? Like, yeah, I, just, I just say shit I think is funny. I mean, I, true, right? But funny. Um, and I think it's funny to call them whales, yeah. And when I call them whales, I'm not talking about 
All right, because this is the other thing. Well, what about the nice whales? Okay. <laughs> Half the whales that I call whales, they call me ugly first. First. Okay. And that's what that, that one girl did, because this is how, the, I'll tell you how the whale incident started. This is how I started calling yeah. women whales. Yeah. Because, because this woman, this woman, the one that attacked me, the whale attack, yeah. she was like, You're, I'll have you, you slack. She called me a slack first, so I called her a whale back. So I was like, you're a whale. You're a whale. She started it. I just finished it, you know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you get on well with women generally, Paul? They love me. <laughs> a small minority, I imagine. No, actually, I've always had, like, girlfriends, so. Do you know what? I have to say, in your defense, not that I'm agreeing with this, I increasingly do see women, particularly on the right, like Jessica Vaughan, who's a friend of mine on Twitter. She's, she, I, I just opened my Twitter, she's like, yeah, women shouldn't vote. I, was like, <laughs> I just think the outcomes would be better. Like, I feel like if we took, I'm a conservative, so if we took out the, it would just be, it would go my way more. Yeah. It would go, well, what is your way? What does that mean? I'm more conservative. Leaning. Okay, but what does that mean? I'm um, in the US, Republicans winning. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is factually correct, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'm like, personally, so me, I'm like, I think the outcomes would be better for America if it was more Republican. So I'll take one for the team, guys. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. And what does that mean, the outcomes? The outcomes? Um, well... One thing I would like to see is the laws change in terms of child custody. I think it should be 50-50 or maybe even take the government out of it. Um, I mean, I'm not like a diehard politics person, to be honest. So um, I'm pro-life. So I think that would be a better outcome for me, pro-gun. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in, I don't want to pay a lot of taxes. So take out, take out the taxes, take out the government benefits. So basically what you're saying yeah. is women vote left. Yeah. And because you are on the right, you'd like women not to be able to vote. I think the outcomes would be better if for women you. didn't yeah. vote. For me. Yeah. But, and also, like, women are just more swayed by, like, media. So we make 70 to 80% of consumer buying decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like women, like, we're just not as logical. Where men go off of, like... Like, women, we vote based on how we feel. Where men will look at, like, the pros and the cons of something. So I just, she's making good points, mate. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, it's like it's like okay, we don't even know. We don't even know what we want for dinner. Okay, we don't even know what we want for dinner. You think we should pick the leader of the free world? And they'll be like, well, not all women. Okay, I think I know more successful women than most. Just being in that line of work, I I know a lot of women that have done well. I played. So I, I had a pro volleyball contract offered. I know a lot of women in sports that played at the highest level that have achieved a lot of things. At the end of the day, we're all still women. So I'll take one for the team, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So that being the case, I, we, we can all agree that America is right-leaning, more right-leaning than the UK. Yeah, yeah. So I why think. Be, I don't, I'm not a diehard politics person. But yeah, but no, but we all, I think that's, that's a pretty standard yeah. viewpoint. So, right. what, so why the UK then, Pearl? As opposed to oh. America. Oh, I'll tell you why. So I didn't mean to end up here. Yeah, I didn't mean to. It was like an accident. Mm. So so I, before YouTube, was playing semi-pro, or I was playing... No, sorry. I need to start over. So when I got out of college, I was selling copiers. And I decided that I wanted to play volleyball overseas. I was going to try to get a pro contract. Mm -hmm. And I was recruited to play volleyball here. So um, I... It was a year program to get my master's. And um, at the end of the year, you, you hypothetically get a pro contract, which I did with the YouTube stuff. Like, so, yeah, so I kind of like, I started the show when I got here and I didn't expect it to like get huge. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep. So then I kind of just got like stuck here because I was like, I'd have to move my producer. And it was just, I mean, you know how it is if you guys wanted to move this whole operation what a headache it would be. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah like imagine. So yes. I'd have to, I'm like, the voltage converters. <laughs> like, mm. So I kind of accidentally ended up here, but I am going to leave eventually. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I can see why. I, I don't think your opinions are that widely shared in this country. Yeah. No, they love me here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, there's something else. Uh, uh, I think it's been by, you know, we, show, we call the show trigonometry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even by our standards, this has been pretty triggering for yeah. a lot of people. However, there's something even more triggering that I do have to ask you about because in between the time that we booked you to come on the show and you actually coming on the show, you had a guy called Nick Fuentes 
Oh, yeah, into. yeah, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, and then you did an interview with this guy. Like, this is not a guy we would ever have on because he's a racist, mm-hmm. uh, Holocaust-denying piece of shit as far as I'm concerned. But you had him on, and then you took that interview down and apologized. Mm-hmm. So what happened with that whole thing? Oh, there is, there's, a, I can't talk too much. There's, like, legal things going on. There's um, legal things going on? Yeah, there's, um, not, not with Nick, but just, yeah. But there is, um... I have a video coming out about that whole thing. So you, do. you guys have to wait for the video. Well, um, but I will say I um, I did not find Nick to be racist. Uh, my staff actually did not find him to be racist. Wait, so. he was talking to an Italian girl next to you mm-hmm. and saying that she shouldn't have a black boyfriend or something along those lines. He he doesn't believe in... See, I don't really want to go into like the race mixing stuff yeah. too much. No, but, but you just said he wasn't being racist and I watched him be racist on your show. Well, I mean, to me, he says the same things that, like, like there's a lot of people that think like that. When but it doesn't make it less racist just because other people think it. You could say that, but to me, it's like, how do I put it? His argument is more about culture. It's easier if you date someone in your culture. Um, she, to you'd have to watch the full thing, but was, like, being a bit, like, combative to him. And to me, he was just, like, kidding. But, yeah. You'd he have to did watch. say... I am a bit racist, even in that. And in fact, in your apology, you said that he said racist things. Mm. Um, well, the, there's a video coming out about all of that, but you'll see. It's coming out. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking you is because it's kind of like a big deal that you had this guy on. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he is incredibly toxic. Um, I, like, I'm just telling you my personal experience yeah. with him. Um, we filmed hours and hours and hours of footage with him. There was that one, in like... To me, if you watch the full clip, it puts it in a little bit of context. Yeah. But uh, he was really polite. He showed up on time. Like we just. Yeah. He, he also. And and I, and honestly, he did a panel, and he spoke about his opinions on race mixing, and a lot of people agreed with him. Okay, but that doesn't change whether it's racist or not, right? But what I'm getting. Do you to... think it's racist to like? Because I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Do you think it's Go racist ahead. like if I'm Irish and I say I want to date someone that's Irish? Do you think that's racist? No, but if I say to you you're Irish, therefore you shouldn't date a black man, that is racist. Yeah. If you're Irish and because when he spoke about it on the show, it was more about culture than race. Mm. But but to me that doesn't really work as an argument, Paul. So I'll give you an example. I'm half Latin American. I take after my dad's Irish side. If I date a Jamaican woman, Jamaica and Venezuela have a very similar culture. We're culturally very similar. We have the same food, the same religion, whatever else. So to me, that argument doesn't work. Do you see what I'm saying? Wait, Venezuela and what? And Jamaica. So Venezuela's at the top of South America oh, and see. Jamaica is all Trinidad, which is literally, you see it over the water. Yeah, well, it's just, when he was talking, he was talking about how he wanted to date an Italian woman. Like, versus, um, like, he even said he wouldn't want to date a British girl, he'd want to date an Italian woman. So it was like, how is he a white supremacist? No, he's he wanted... allowed to date who he wants, yeah. but him telling your Italian friend she shouldn't be dating a black man, mm-hmm. that's ra- the racist part, don't mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to remember what he said in the clip, but maybe, yeah, maybe. Okay, so that's why I'm asking you, because you you do have controversial guests, as we do, and there's nothing wrong with talking to people who are controversial, but Nick Fuentes is a very different kettle of fish, as we say here, right? Yeah, um, my my opinion is that he was polite overall, Um, he was a good guest. He was also denying the Holocaust, from what I remember. Look, yeah, I'm not with that. <laughs> yeah. Keep me out of that one. I'm not with the race. Like, that's not my thing. But I just think people are allowed to have their opinions. So if he has crazy opinions, let him have his opinions. And I think he, he should be allowed to talk about it on a podcast. But isn't it also the duty, Pearl, of the person interviewing them to push back on those opinions when they come up and actually challenge them and investigate them and to basically push back on it? Yeah, I mean, we could do another show where we push back more. It's not the end all be all. But surely that isn't that the risk. Isn't that? I the- wanted to do like one with Dr. Umar, but he didn't want to come. Sad. Who's Dr. Uh, I don't know who that Dr. is. Dr. Umar has like the same opinions as Nick. Like he doesn't believe in race mixing too. He's just black. Yeah. Mm. It's like a common. Yeah. Yeah. There are some people who believe that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, when you were talking about the Holocaust with him, he was saying it's like slavery, it got embellished, and you were sort of going, mm, I, can, I can see your point. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found a bit confusing because mm-hmm. 
Then in your apology, you said, well, I wasn't really educated on these things. I, yeah. Um, but it sounds again, like you're kind of taking that back Again, um, there is a statement coming out on everything, so you guys just have to wait for it. Yeah. I Well, I just, yeah. From our perspective, we're kind of saying to you what we thought you might have said to him, which is if a guest says or does something controversial, you kind of want to ask and find out why they've done that. And we have to make, the, by the way, I, if this is coming across as confrontational, that's not the intention at all. Because whenever I see a guest not be challenged enough on someone's show, I often think there, but by the grace of God, go I. Because we've had people on the show who've said controversial things, and I've sort of missed the moment. And I kind of didn't challenge them enough, and I felt bad about it afterwards. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, because you're not a political person, you might not. There was a guy called Darren Grimes who had a, a guy called Dr. David Starkey on, uh, and he said something about how, of course, slavery wasn't genocide, otherwise there wouldn't be so many damn blacks in the West, right? Mm -hmm. And that got picked up by all the media, and they all had a go at him. And I just saw a fairly young, inexperienced interviewer in Darren mm -hmm. fail to challenge someone who he looked up to and respected mm -hmm. on what was just a bad phrasing more mm -hmm. than anything, mm -hmm. right? So I I'm, I totally understand why you may have missed something or not have mm. not have jumped in on something that you maybe felt that you should have jumped in on, but that but the reason that you, Francis and I would never have Nick Fuentes on is precisely because he says all that shit all the time. So if you were to actually challenge him on some of his abhorrent views, you'd spend the entire three hours doing did that. Did you watch the full video? I watched some of it, not okay. the full video. Yeah. Okay. I I did challenge him at points of it. Okay, yeah. well, so, yeah. tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, tell us. I mean, we had a whole panel on race mixing. Yeah. And like we had that, like that was why he came out. Like the political stuff was just because he was there. Like, so I did a one on one as like a. The reason I brought him on was I saw him on No Jumper, like talking about um, race mixing. And I've heard that point of view, um, but it's usually like not, like, people look different that have that point of view usually. Um, so, like, I. I like, I, I've heard it, but I've just never heard it like like that, I guess. So yeah. we just brought him on a panel just like about race mixing and they did a whole panel on it. But then he was denying the Holocaust. You know, that was crazy. I, yeah, that was. But that's what he does. That's why I'm asking you. Well, why... but, but we brought him on to talk about race mixing. That's what we brought him on because it's a relationship show. And then yeah. we just interviewed him because he was there. But there will be people, Pearl, who will say, well, if you're going to bring that person on, and look, again, this isn't to, you know, misrepresent or do any of those types of things. The reason we have this show is so we can talk and have honest conversations because part of this is for me to clarify my thinking about different issues. That's why we do the show. But part of it is also when you bring someone on, you can't also ignore that element of it. Do you see what I mean? I just don't know what you mean by ignore. No, because if you're not addressing uh -huh. the fact that he's a Holocaust denier, uh -huh. then you're well, I ignoring mean, I don't, that. I Do don't, you see what I mean? I mean, I don't agree that the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, no, no, that's reassuring. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was just listening to him. Yeah. And I think you're allowed to listen to people that you might not agree with. And I think as women, we're more agreeable than men. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you might take it as me agreeing. Um, but no, I didn't. Well, you did say, so it's kind of like slavery, it's been embellished. I was talking about how people use atrocities to control people. And yeah. I was quoting mm. Thomas Sowell, who's a black author. Who I'm very, I'm thing. a big fan of Thomas Sowell. Yeah. yeah. So I was quoting Thomas Sowell and speaking about his ideas if people watch the full interview. Yeah. Um, and I said that in the interview. Yeah. Well, the, the, and I was talking about how people use an atrocity to control people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but you don't think that's what happened with the Holocaust? Um, it sounded like it based on what he was saying, but well, he's I a well-known Holocaust denier. Of course, it would sound like I, that. I, that's where I was feeling. So, sorry, 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 sorry. Let forgive me finish. Me. At the time, that's what I was talking about. It sounded like some of Thomas Sowell's ideas. Mm. Um, but do I think that the Holocaust didn't happen? No, mm. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Um, go ahead. So, I guess, what is? What do you think your responsibility is when you bring on controversial guests onto the show? Do you have any responsibility? What What do you believe? For the guests? Um, oh, no, not for the guests. Mm -hmm. For the content that you put out, Pearl. Yeah, I'm responsible for all the content I put out. 
you're responsible for all the content that you put out. And do you now look at that and think you shouldn't have done that? You made an, a mistake. You made an error. What, what, I don't regret having someone controversial on. If I had to do it again, I would have maybe had someone on the opposite end of the argument that could push back. Um, but how I probably would have did it if I had to do it again, one full interview with both of them, let them talk, let them say what they're going to say, and then bring them together. So who would you have on the other end? So you'd have Dr. Umar. Yeah, but, but that's not that's but those are two people who share the same political the same viewpoint. It just one happens to be white, one happens to be black. Mm -hmm. That's not that 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 is that's playing on. Do you see that's kind of identity well, politics? Well, yeah, but then we did a whole panel with people that disagreed with him. So we did do that. All right. Yeah. Well, I I it, it, what I'm a bit confused about is you did a whole apology, but okay. it sounds you like you're stop not- asking me about this? Like yeah. I, I yeah. said- It kind of matters. I, I have a statement coming out yeah. about it, so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. All right, well, we'll leave it to your statement. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, listen, we always wrap up the show with the same question we ask all our guests, which is what's the one thing you think we're not talking about that we really should be? Um, men's issues, yeah, that's my, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to elaborate or happy to leave it there? Um. No, I would just say like men, I just think men not getting custody of their kids. Mm -hmm. I think that is an issue that nobody talks about. Okay, sweet. Well, Pearl, uh, thank you very much. Where can people find uh, you online? Uh, just Pearly Things. So you can look up Just Pearly Things on YouTube. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. And thank you guys for watching and listening. We'll see you very soon with another brilliant interview like this one. Uh, probably won't be quite like this one. Uh, <laughs> or Raw Show. Uh, take care and see you soon. And for those of you who like your trigonometry, on the go. It's always available as a podcast. Take care and see you soon, guys. What do you, did and do you think of Andrew Tate considering uh, he featured highly in your podcast? Before you go, consider joining our exclusive member feed. As a member, you'll get ad-free and extended interviews. Click the membership link in the podcast description or find the exclusive episodes link on your podcast listening app to join us.